The first week of football is in the books, but this week we're focusing on the other football, soccer. I'm John Ross, and this is This Week in High School Sports. This is the start of the third week of game action for boys soccer, with almost all teams having a handful of games completed. The MHSAA tournament for soccer will look a lot like it has the past two years, with MPR being used to seed the top two teams in each district. This is the third year of the Michigan Power Ratings, or MPR, which takes wins, losses, and ties into account, but also opponents' winning percentage and opponents' opponents' winning percentage, a calculation that encourages teams to play other good teams. As in past years, district assignments are already known and posted to the MHSAA website. The bracket will be released on October 3rd, with the postseason starting October 13th. The MHSAA finals for the four divisions will be November 6th at both Comstock Park and Novi High Schools. Assistant Director Andy Freshour says the addition of MPR has increased excitement and attention around the soccer postseason. We know coaches are checking the scoreboard every night. They're using it to check what their opponents have done, what future opponents are doing. And we know as the season progresses, um, the MPR numbers get more accurate and more accurate the more games are, are baked into the into the system. So uh, that really causes fans to really pay attention to what the NPR numbers are later in the season. So as long as we keep getting all those scores, which the coach has been doing a great job with, um, those NPR numbers will be a lot of fun to watch as we get closer to the district tournament. Game balls this week go to Grand Blank kicker Dylan Hertzberg. He nailed all four of his field goal attempts in a 40-34 win over East Lansing. The senior split the uprights from 30, 32, 40, and 45 yards in the season open victory. Chippewa Valley Cephas Harris, who scored four touchdowns in a week one win over Detroit Catholic Central. Harris had touchdown catches of 69 and 68 yards and touchdown runs of 60 and 26 yards on his way to 340 total yards of offense and to the Ann Arbor Pioneer girls and Traverse City boys teams for winning big city titles at the Pete Moss Cross Country Invitational. Johannesburg Lewiston won the small school title in both boys and girls. Riley Ho of Heartland and Julia Flynn of Traverse City Central won individual titles against loaded big school fields. Everyone in sports is in search of the elusive perfect game. Making every shot, completing every pass, striking everyone out, getting each call right. That's right, game officials enjoy the competition and seek perfection just like the players do. If you still have that competitive streak and want to help kids by giving back, maybe becoming a high school official is for you. To register, log on to MHSAA.com. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with the MHSAA's Sam Davis. One of the big differences between high school football and the college or pro game is how pass interference is called. In high school, there is no such thing as an uncatchable pass. If there is illegal contact by the defender while the ball is in the air, that's pass interference, no matter where the ball ultimately ends up. Also, in high school, a defender can face guard as long as no contact is made with the receiver. That is not pass interference, even if the defender does not look back for the ball. Both of those interpretations differ from the college and pro game. Both levels have uncatchable exception and neither allows for face guarding. Keep that in mind the next time you think you've spotted pass interference at the high school level. Thanks, Sam. If you want to be a referee, 
Just go to the MHSAA website now to register. Road trips in high school typically mean bus rides and maybe a stop for burgers after the game, but not if you attend Beaver Island Community School. Located on Beaver Island, halfway between Petoskey and Manistique in Lake Michigan, athletes there fly to all road games and stay overnight. For example, the volleyball team will fly to a game, play one game that night, stay the night, and play a second game the next day before flying home. It's the same scenario, but in reverse for schools that travel to Beaver Island. Beaver Island has just under 20 students in 9th through 12th grade, and they participate in soccer, volleyball, and basketball as part of the Northern Lights League. For more on the Lakers and how they navigate playing on an island, check out secondhalf.mhsaa.com. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross. We'll see you next week. Every touchdown. Fires and it's caught for the touchdown. Every hit. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. Every basket. This one's good if it goes. Oh, dude. Oh, dude. Are you kidding me? Every goal. And the drive stop is on GetStuckOnSports.com all season long. All right, good evening, everybody, and welcome back to Memorial Stadium. Dennis Stuckey with you this evening as we have more high school football action for you. Week two wrapping up around the Blue Water area, and tonight the Port Huron Northern Huskies will play host to the East Point Shamrocks, a game that was originally on the schedule for yesterday, and it was to be played down at East Point, but the game was switched about a week ago, and it's here tonight at Northern. These two teams actually go back a while. They first played each other back in 1966 when both schools were part of the old Eastern Michigan League. And I'll tell you what, the games in the old EML were pretty close between these two schools. They had 14 games decided by a touchdown or less. The second time they played each other in uh, the two schools' history was a 13-13 tie. Northern, however, has dominated. They have not lost to the Shamrocks in 21 years. you got to go back to 1990, the last time East Point won a game in this series. The Huskies have won the last eight straight. The two teams haven't faced each other since 2017, but it was a 27-24 Northern victory, keeping with the tight scores in the series between these two schools. East Point went 8-1 and one last year. They rolled the Mac Gold. They only had one interesting game all regular season, and uh, they won their first two ever playoff games in school history last year before losing to Detroit King in the uh, district championship uh, round of the postseason. They've only been to the playoffs three times, but two of those three times have been the last two seasons. Off to a shaky start this year. They lost in the Zenith Kickoff Classic 56 nothing to River Rouge. Northern coming off a 25, uh, excuse me, a 35 nothing shutout win over Marysville in week one, a game that they absolutely dominated here at the stadium. We'll hear from Husky head coach Larry Rollins next as we get things rolling on a Friday night. It's high school football, Northern against East Point here on GetStuckOnSports.com. There's no way you can score without an assist from GetStuckOnSports.com. <laughs> Your kids, your schools, your sports. 
Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow. I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grant. Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Your Ameriprise financial advisor, Dave Betts, can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Dave Betts at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. Member FINRA and SIPC. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-877. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Since 1923, Mama Vicky's has been Port Huron's original Coney Island with two convenient locations to serve you. Mama Vicky's Downtown is open Monday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Mama Vicky's North End is open Sunday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. And Fridays and Saturdays, they stay open till 8 p.m. With delicious Coney dogs for only a buck 59, you can make every day a Coney day. That's right, Coney's for just $1.59. Mama Vicky's, a port here on Original since 1923. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Welcome back to the pregame show now with Larry Rollins, head coach of the Port here on Northern Huskies. Uh, a really good victory in week one. I know you said there were a few things that you wanted to clean up, but overall, a solid effort. Now week two, East Point is the opponent, and you were just telling me off the air, they're kind of hard to plan for. 
Yeah, they, they really are. Um, they're a group of a bunch of athletic kids out there, and, and speed hurts. You know, especially in the high school game, if you got speed, that's it's tough to cover and, and bottle those guys up. So we got to focus this week on making sure we gang tackle well. Uh, we make sure we have uh, we limit our penalties. That was the biggest thing from last week was penalties. Let's not give them any extra possessions or uh, fewer yards than, than what they need to get for the line of gain. So that's pretty much our focus this week is to make sure we stay disciplined, we gang tackle well, um, and just focus on what we have to do. Um, the defensive effort, I'm going to say it again, I, I thought you guys were stellar uh, last week uh, and that uh, I'm actually really excited week to week to see you guys play. Yeah, defensively we were pretty solid, especially our front four. They did a great job of limiting their ability to run the ball, really, for lack of a better word. Um, linebackers played well. Secondary, I came down on a hill and hit in the alleys pretty well. They covered decently. Uh, but this week is a whole different ball game. We're not going to see a double tight, you know, wishbone type stuff. We're going to see uh, spread with speed on the edges. So get a whole new game plan this week. So the front four, uh, we're hoping they pin the ears back and kind of get up to the quarterback for sure. I know uh, last week he kind of expressed – that you weren't sure up front you had two guys back and then you had three new guys filling in but uh, overall they seemed to pass the test at least the first week yeah they passed the test uh, a lot of mistakes uh, a lot of work to do we're, we're not cl- cl- uh, close to a finished product yet at all um, and that's the exciting part actually is we're able to do that uh, and we still have a lot of mistakes up front uh, i'm excited for this group uh, they gained some confidence after last week and we uh, breaking down the film they know it's a lot of mistakes here and there but it's all about communication uh, and they're still learning the process right now uh, so we're excited for those guys uh, on the offensive line and, our, of course, our front four um, defensively as well. Um, Dylan had a great game, and so did Joel, so I'm, I'm hoping they, they bounce back with good performances Friday. You know, you started 2-0 and last year, too, and you played really good football. Uh, hopefully what happened to you last year with the injuries doesn't happen to you this year, but how important is getting the first two under your belt? Oh, the first two huge is because it's, it just gains you momentum, uh, especially with the Mac. Your first two are your open date and your crossover, and then your next five are your league play. Um, so we're looking forward to getting two underneath the belt here, and then uh, and then next Friday night we'll start with our league play uh, with the Mac Blues so with Frazier. Uh, but it's just huge for the confidence of the kids, you know, and then just getting in the playoffs as well. You get the first two, I mean, your chances are pretty good of getting it in. All right, good luck. Thank you. There's Larry Rollins, and we'll be back with more in just a moment here on GetStuckOnSports.com. If you need Blue Water area scores, standing schedules, and more, go to GetStuckOnSports.com. Not able to listen to the game live? GetStuckOnSports.com archives all their broadcasts so you can listen at any time. GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. 
Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, Overhead Doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810-987-2185. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800-250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. Guaranteed. Next week on GetStuckOnSports.com, it's three more games for week three of the season. Friday, Frazier visits Port Huron Northern on Stream 1. While on Stream 2, Marysville is at Marine City. Join Dennis and Brady for all the action next Friday starting at 6.40 p.m. Then on Saturday, Marine City Cardinal Mooney will host the University of Gross Point Liggett on Stream 1. Kickoff is at 1 p.m. Saturday afternoon. Your home for high school sports in the Blue Water area is GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Two other games uh, in the uh, area tonight. Over on Stream 2, Brady's in Croswell. Crosslex North Branch opening up BWAC uh, play this evening. And uh, North Branch, the defending league champs. And Crosslex, the team that everybody's kind of got circled as uh, maybe the top dog this year in that uh, league. And Ubley will host Elkton Pigeon Bayport uh, tonight. Otherwise, everybody else in the area played last night. Our Michaels. Car Center keys to the uh, game. You just heard Larry Rollins. He wants his team to uh, stop the speed of the Shamrocks from East Point and make sure that uh, they're good tackling uh, tonight. And uh, for the uh, Huskies, it's uh, pick up where you left off last uh, week, especially with that ground game led by Joel Steinhauer, who had 107 yards and scored three rushing touchdowns plus he had that 61-yard catch on the screen. He had four catches for 84 yards. Dylan Bloink really good last week, too. Spread the ball around, got it to uh, five or six different receivers. 
Uh, Northern uh, really played well against Marysville. Marysville, by the way, bounced back. Last night, they uh, took it to center line, 49-14, over at Walt Braun Viking Stadium. And uh, Michael Sakuchi went off in uh, that uh, game and had a five-touchdown performance. And uh, he was uh, a guy that uh, Northern was able to shut down in week one and hold to 27 yards. Malachi Mitchell will kick it off here for the Huskies. They won the toss and deferred to the second half, so they'll kick it away to the Shamrocks. East Point has uh, got uh, Dorian Manley back deep, and he's joined back there. I think that is Wiley, Tyler Wiley, the other deep man. They stand just inside the uh, 10-yard line. Mitchell, when he wanted to last week, was kicking them into the end zone. We'll see what uh, the tactic is here. He's waiting for the uh, scoreboard clock to get set to 12 minutes so he can get things going. And there it goes, and there's the signal for Mitchell to kick it away. Line drive kick towards Wiley. He'll pick it up at the 7 and start ahead. Wiley 15, 20, 25, 30. Wiley slips a tackle all the way out to the 35 before the Huskies are able to wrap him up and haul him down. And it was Ryan Collins who finally made the stop. But uh, an electric return there by Wiley out to his own 35. First down, Shamrocks from there. Ronald Jackson will be the quarterback. And he'll start out of uh, a shotgun formation here with uh, Bradley McCutcheon in the backfield. They show three wideouts. Chambers is uh, lined up kind of to the uh, right. Pressure coming here, and the Huskies are going to get a sack on the first play. Jackson was... Looking to throw, but he never had any time. He's dropped all the way back at the 27-yard line. That'll be a loss of eight. As the Huskies were coming, they'll give Daniels credit for the uh, sack, but there were several blue jerseys there. This Northern defense was good last year. They were really good last week. So that's going to bring up second and 18, we'll call it, back at the 27. Again, McCutcheon the back as Jackson works out of the shotgun. Three receivers, they'll send a man in motion, and it's a fake. Jackson's going to run with it to the 30, 35, and then he's hit and wrapped up at the 38. And he will pick up about... 11 yards there and uh, make it uh, a little more doable here on third down. Got to get to the 45, so we'll call it third down and seven. Third and seven, Shamrocks from their own 38. Just underway, this is the first possession of the ball game. Reggie McCutcheon split wide out to the left. They've also got a receiver to the right as they'll go two men in the backfield now. Marshall is the extra running back. 
He'll get a carry, and he'll get hit in the backfield, and then he pitched it back to the quarterback. That ball's loose. It's picked up by Jackson. He's at the 35. He'll stretch out to the 40-yard line, and uh, on a broken play, he'll end up getting about two yards, but it'll be fourth down now, and still about five to go for the Shamrocks for a first down. And at least for right now, it looks like they're going to keep the offense out there. Dorian Manley will check into the game as an extra wideout. Let's see if they uh, just uh, try to draw the Huskies off here or if they're actually thinking about going for it on fourth and five from their own 40. Receiver to each side and a running back to each side of Jackson who works out of the shotgun. On fourth down and a hard count, and he got the Huskies to jump. And they're going to get a free first down, and that was something that uh, Coach talked about. Luke Fletcher that time was fooled into jumping offside. And this penalty. Oh, no, they called it against the Shamrocks. There's a break for Northern. An illegal procedure call against East Point. And so uh, it wasn't Fletcher jumping offside. They say that the offense... Drew him off, and so that'll make it fourth and ten. And uh, the Huskies will uh, send along back in punt formation, and uh, Jackson will drop back to do the kicking here, standing at about his own 26 on fourth and ten. And he'll just kick it as quickly as he can. Short kick that'll land at the Husky 45. And be downed at the Northern 46. A short kick, and Northern's defense does the job there and gets a stop. And the Huskies will go to work with a really good field position here to start. No score early on now, and Northern will go to work on offense with Dylan Bloink at quarterback. In week one against Marysville. Blank uh, completed 12 of 17 for 140 yards through a touchdown pass in that uh, win as well. Green and Prone split out wide to the uh, right. Kerrigan and DeLong to the left, and Steinhauer is the running back. Kerrigan goes in motion. The give is not to Steinhauer. Blank keeps, puts his head down, gets to midfield, and is run out of bounds around the Shamrock 49. And it looks like they're... Going to say he's out right at midfield. Well, we'll wait and see where they're going to spot this now. They're going to spot it at midfield, so it's a pickup of four for Bloink. Second and six Huskies right at the midfield stripe. Now the official has, uh, the referee himself has stopped the clock here. Northern getting some substitutions in there. Cameron Cole will replace MJ Green. 8.20 to go here in the first quarter. No score. This is the Huskies' first possession. Second and six from midfield. Three receivers this time. Two to the right. Running with Steinhauer. He's got room. 45. Steinhauer to the 41 of the Shamrocks. Rips off nine and a Husky first down. First down, Northern. At the East Point, 41, just like that. 
And a good first carry for uh, Steinhauer. Now Prone and Norton check into the game for uh, Northern. Cole and Prone are going to split out wide to the right. DeLong is wide left. Norton in the backfield with Steinhauer around Bloink, who works out of the gun. Steinhauer trying to follow the block. Now he's going to try to bounce it outside. Shamrocks have this well defended, and Steinhauer will be stopped at the 42. He'll actually lose a yard on the play. It'll bring up second down and 11 for the Huskies. Josh Simpson checking in now, and Steinhauer will take a break. Second and 11. See what Northern's thinking here. Generally, when Steinhauer's not in, they move prone to running back. And he actually did really well, Hayden Prone, last week against Marysville, the times they used him in the backfield. He and Norton in a pistol look with Bloink. MJ Green to the right and two receivers to the left, but they are going to take a timeout here, it looks like. Northern didn't like what they saw there, or uh, there just was some confusion, but they're going to take a timeout here early on. 6.48 to go, first quarter, no score. Huskies looking at second and 11 from the East Point 42 on their first possession of the game after getting a uh, defensive stop. A three and out that was helped by a, a big sack on the first play from scrimmage. Penalty also helped uh, the Northern uh, defense on a play where initially I thought they were going to call the Huskies for offside, but they got a false start call against East Point. And that forced them to punt the football. We will uh, see Northern again next week here at uh, Memorial Stadium. Friday night they open play in the Mac Blue, and they'll be taking on Frazier, and that should be a pretty good ball game. Frazier's 2-0 to start the season. They beat Holly 16-7, and then last night they uh, obliterated Warren Cousineau. 60-6 was the final in that one. Out of the gun, Bloink on second and 11 with a little pump fake. Steps back. Now he's chucking one sidearm into triple coverage. Leaping up is Simpson, and he couldn't hold it in at the 10-yard line. He almost made a spectacular catch in triple coverage. Going to bring up third down and 11, though. There is a flag down way back near the line of scrimmage. Pass interference, but it's against the Huskies. Let's see what they want to do here. They're going to push him back. They are going to push him back. Fifteen yards will make it second and twenty-six. So second and 26, and the Huskies pushed all the way back to their own 43. They started this possession at their 46. And they had worked at one point down to the Shamrock 41. 
But now with the penalty, it'll be second down and 26 back at their own 43. Green split out wide to the right. They've got DeLong and Simpson to the left. Simpson in the slot. Norton and Prone are the backs with Bloink working out of the gun. And there's a flag. This time it looked like Derek Wallace with the neutral zone infraction. So Northern will get five yards back here. We're having a hard time getting the second down play run. So after the uh, walk-off, the ball will come up to the 48, and it'll be second and 21 now. So quite a few flags here early on. Again, Green is split out wide right with Simpson and DeLong to the left. Prone lines up behind Bloink, and he'll get a carry here. Prone to the 50, spins forward to the Shamrock 48. He got four yards there. And that will make it third and about 17 for the Huskies. And they didn't give him much of a mark. It's a gain of three. They're at the Shamrock 49, and it'll be third and about 18. Point gets it from the sidelines from Larry Rollins, and then he runs it back to the huddle. Now the Huskies will go to a four-receiver package. They've got trips to the right as Kerrigan is over there with uh, DeLong and Simpson. Green the other way, straight drop, Bloink. Now he's under pressure, in trouble back there, and he's going to be sacked. Look out, back at the 44. A loss of five on the play, and East Point's defense comes up big, and that'll force fourth and about 23 here. So they'll have to kick it away. And going back uh, deep here is Marshall. He stands near his 25-yard line. Malachi Mitchell to kick it away for the Huskies. Stands just inside his own 30. And Mitchell has time. Gets a good kick away. It'll be fielded at the 18. This is Loggins back there, and he's running backwards. Now he gets a nice block and turns it back upfield. Loggins to the 20 and run out at the 25-yard line. He did a lot of running and really didn't uh, get very far there. They're saying 30 is Higginbottom. Okay. We had about three names on that play. He started out as Marshall. Then he went to uh, Loggins, and uh, finally they say Higginbottom. So Shamrocks get the ball back for their second possession. They'll start from their own 25. Got three receivers into the game. They'll split two out wide to the right. Manley and Higginbottom. 
Reggie McCutcheon is the receiver to the right side. Bradley McCutcheon is the back. And now East Point needs to call a timeout. Kind of a slow start to this one. 4.44 to go in the first quarter. There's no score between the Huskies and the Shamrocks. Second possession of the game for East Point. They went three and out on their first possession. around the area last night and some of the other games the Big Reds here at the stadium beat Tower 31-8 to pretty good performance from PH all around. We mentioned earlier Marysville beat Centerline. St. Clair got a big win. They beat Lakeshore 49-19 and Marine City rolled past Southlake 47-6 another play in the Macomb Area Conference last night. Alright, here we go. First and 10 from the 25. Jackson working out of the shotgun. Going to flip it out in the flat to Manley. Manley is surrounded but still makes his way up to the 30 and picks up about five. It's a pass play, but when they just kind of an extension of the run game when they just flip it out into the flat on the receiver's screen. And it'll bring up second down and five for East Point, but that's a good play on first down. Manley is one of those guys, he looks like an athlete. He looks like a football player. He's lined up to the right. They send two receivers to the left with Higginbottom in a slot that way. And Jackson's going to run with it, running to the left. He's got room to the 35-40, first down and more, 45. He's out near midfield, and they're going to say he stepped out of bounds right at the 50 after ripping off 20 yards there. Three carries, 33 yards for Ronald Jackson. But there is a flag back at the 30, so we're going to be bringing this one back. So wipe out a 20-yard gain by uh, Jackson, and the penalty is right at the line of scrimmage. So they'll walk it back to the 20, and it'll be second and 15. Just under four minutes to go here in the first quarter. We're still looking for our first points of the game. And it has really been a flag-filled first quarter. McCutcheon wide left. Higginbottom in the slot to the right. Manley wide right. Bradley McCutcheon the running back. Chambers in motion now. Moves to the right of the line. Jackson looking to run again, and he runs into a lot of traffic and gets back to the line of scrimmage and no more. So Jackson stopped for no gain, and it'll bring up third and 15 here for the Shamrocks. They've been in a lot of third and long here so far in this one. This is an official's timeout. Not quite sure what that was all about. Ready to go. We'll wind the clock again. We're down to 3.15 to go here in the first. 
Third and 15 Shamrocks from their own 20. Higginbottom now lines up as the running back. Three receivers. And they're going to snap the ball to Higginbottom. And he wants to throw, and he lost it. That's on the deck. Scramble for it. I think the Huskies have it. At the 12-yard line, Northern has recovered the fumble. Stripped out of there by Sack Sayers, I believe. And the Huskies force a turnover and get the ball at the Shamrock 12-yard line. So a big play by the Northern defense forcing the turnover as they direct snapped it to uh, Higginbottom. And uh, as he went to pull the trigger, that ball came loose. And Sayer was able to uh, jump on it for Northern. And now the Huskies have a chance to uh, punch one in here late in the first quarter. They'll go three receivers with Kerrigan and DeLong to the left and Green to the right. Steinhauer the only setback behind Bloink who will hand it off. Steinhauer is hit right away though and is stopped right at the 12 for no gain. It'll be second down and 10 Huskies from the 12. They can get a first down without a touchdown. Prone will check into the ball game as McRoby checks out. And Northern in no rush here. We're under two and a half minutes to go in the quarter. Green will go wide to the right. Kerrigan will go slot right. Prone and DeLong to the left side. And again, Steinhauer, the only back, lines up behind Bloink, who works out of the shotgun on second and 10 from the 12. Bloink's looking to throw. Fires. It is complete to Kerrigan near the seven-yard line. And it will bring up third down and about five after a pickup of five. Kerrigan had uh, three catches last week. He picks up uh, the first reception of the game here tonight, and they're looking at uh, third and five from the seven. Down to 90 seconds to go here in the opening quarter. Green will go wide right. Again, they'll send two receivers to the left. Prone is in the slot. DeLong is the wide out. Steinhauer behind Bloink. Bloink looking to throw on the fake. He fires incomplete, looking for Norton out of the backfield, but that play never really had much time to develop. It falls incomplete, and it'll be fourth down and five from the seven. This is a chip shot field goal for Kasparian, but Northern might go for it here because even if they don't make it, they'll have the Shamrocks pinned up inside the 10-yard line. And it looks like Blank and the offense are going to stay out there. I don't mind this at all because, again, I, this is like kicking an extra point for Kasparian. So you could get three points here if you wanted it, but the Huskies are thinking touchdown, and even if they don't get it, they're thinking their defense will get them the ball back in good position. Two receivers to either side here on 
fourth and five from the seven. Bloink with the hard count. Shamrocks aren't moving. And we've got a penalty flag on the field. This might be against Northern. No, they're going to pick this flag up. No flag. Huskies are going to take the timeout. So they came out first to see if they could draw them offside and get uh, a free first down there. That didn't happen, and now they'll make the decision here during the timeout of what they really want to do here on fourth down. Minute straight up to go here in the first quarter, and I think they're going to bring the field goal crew in. And try to get on the uh, board here. It's been a little bit of a chess match here in the first quarter. I'm not sure what the Huskies are going to do here. It looked like they uh, went big and brought a lot of uh, big bodies uh, into the uh, game here. And uh, this looks like they're going to keep the offense out here. They're going power formation. No receivers. Blank under center. Pitch back to Steinhauer and flag. So they were going student body right. They're on fourth and five, but there's a penalty marker. And this, I believe, is going to be against Northern. Yeah, it's a false start, and that's going to, I think, change their mind, and they may, uh, may or may not kick here. Penalty will move the ball back out to the 12 and make it fourth and 10. And uh, I don't think that's Kasperian. I think that's Mitchell. Let's come out to uh, kick here. And they will attempt the field goal, spotted at the uh, 19. This will be a 29-yard attempt, and it will be Malachi Mitchell. A bit of a wobbly snap, but Mitchell's got it up there, and he's got plenty of leg for it. And it's up and good. Malachi Mitchell with a 29-yard field goal with 50 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Gives the Huskies a 3-0 lead. So from 29 yards out, Mitchell gets Northern on the board. And uh, the clock kept running there well after the kick. They've got 48 seconds up there, so nobody seems real concerned about that. So 48 seconds to play here in the opening quarter, and Northern goes up 3-0 on the Malachi Mitchell 29-yard field goal. So for the second week in a row, the Huskies draw first blood in a football game. They have yet to trail here at Memorial Stadium this season. Giving off the court, Northern, 
Croslex up 12-0 early on North Branch in their game. That's over on stream two tonight. Here it's 3-0 Northern. Mitchell with a high pop kick that's going to drop near the 15. Finally, it'll be run up on. And uh, here comes Wiley looking for somewhere to go. Couple of flags on the play. And Wiley will be stopped at about the 15-yard line. And let's see what the flags are for. Had a lot of penalties here in the first quarter. And it's kind of kept things a little disjointed and slow. 40 seconds still to play here in the opening quarter. 3-0 Northern. We've got the football sitting at the... 13, and that is not sure. No. They're still talking about it. There's a football sitting at the 13, and then one of the officials has a football as well. And they're in discussion as to what the penalty was and where they're going to set this ball down. There really was no indication. It is against East Detroit. Or East Detroit, East Point. Uh, they'll put the ball back around the six. So it was a, whatever the penalty call was, it was half the distance. First down, Shamrocks at their own six with 40 seconds to go here in the first. And everybody jumps there. More flags. And I think this is also going to be against the Shamrocks. So they'll set the ball down at about the three. So first down back at the three. It's first and 16. Out of the gun, Jackson is going to hand it off, and the Huskies are going to swarm back in the end zone. That ball comes loose. Nope. They held on to it, but it'll be a safety, it looks like, unless they say progress stopped him at the one. Northern was celebrating the safety call, but they're going to say down at the one for McCutcheon. So it's going to be second down here. 25 seconds to go in the quarter. They're at the one, and I think they have to get out to the uh, 20 for the first down. Hard to tell because the uh, chain gang is on my side, and they're back along the wall instead of up along the sideline. 
And it's second down in a ton, and the, it looks like East Point's just going to let the clock run out in the quarter. Nope, they snap it just before. Jackson's going to keep, run straight ahead. Dives out to the three and gets two yards back. And that will be the uh, final play of a, a rather disjointed first quarter with a lot of penalties. The score is Northern 3, East Point nothing at the end of one here on GetStuckOnSports.com. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hustling around town to get the kids to and from practice? Want some of the best burgers on the go? Stop by A&W in Marysville or Elmont and pick up dinner for the whole family. While you're there, don't forget to grab a gallon of their famous root beer. Located on Gratiot in Marysville and on Van Dyke in Elmont. A&W, all-American food for the whole family. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. More penalty flags in that first quarter than I think I've seen in the uh, three other games I've done this year. It's going to be third down and long. Coming up here for the Shamrocks, they're at their own three-yard line. I believe it's it's about third and 16, I think. I think they need to get to the 19 for the first down. Jackson lined up in the shotgun with McCutcheon. He's standing in his own end zone. He's looking to throw. He's firing one deep, and he overthrows everybody. I think he wanted Manley, who was covered by DeLong, and he sailed it past him. And that's going to bring up fourth down. And they'll be punting here out of the end zone. So this is a dangerous play. And the Huskies will probably get really good field position. Jackson's first punt didn't go very far. DeLong is actually standing at the Shamrock 35. Tell you what, if they kick it to him, the Huskies might get a touchdown here. So Jackson is about seven yards deep in his end zone. And it's a low snap, and he's in trouble back there. Northern's coming, and they've got Jackson tackled in the end zone for a safety. And the Huskies will take a 5 to nothing lead on the defensive score. So Northern takes a 5 to nothing lead. That's a score you won't see a whole lot in football. A field goal late in the first and a safety here early in the second. Jackson is tackled in the end zone after the bad snap on the punt. And Northern goes up by the unlikely count of five to nothing. 
with 11.28 to go here in the first half. It's just been a weird start to this football game. And now East Point will have to kick from the 20. It'll be a free kick. You can punt or kick from the tee, and usually in high school they kick it from the tee. This is, I believe, Spalsbury who will kick it away. So, Spalsbury will uh, kick it here. The Huskies' deep men are standing up at their own 30. 5 nothing Northern in this one. And it's a short pop-up kick that will be fielded at the 49-yard line. And uh, returning the uh, short kick is uh, Bennett. Jack Bennett is to about the uh, 40. And it'll be excellent field position here for Northern in Shamrock Territory at the 40-yard line. So the Huskies looking for the game's first touchdown. Lead it 5 to nothing on a field goal and a safety. And they'll go to work now. Here from the 40 blank, one out of two for five yards. Steinhauer, three carries for eight yards rushing, is the Huskies' uh, leader on the ground. They'll go four receivers. They'll send along to the left and send a trio of receivers out to the right. Steinhauer, the only back, and Blank works out of the shotgun. They're going to stack Prone and Kerrigan. Here's a fake, and Blank wants to run with it, and he's chased down from behind and dropped it to 40 for no gain. I'll tell you what, um... East Point's defense, they gave up 56 points last week to River Rouge. And uh, they're actually, they've played a really good quarter and a minute so far in this football game. By this point, last week, the Huskies had scored 21 points already. Two receivers to either side this time for Bloink with Steinhauer as the running back. They'll send a man in motion. Straight drop, setting up the screen. Complete to Steinhauer. 35-30, 25. Steinhauer to about the 21 before he's knocked down. Let's see if they say he stepped out of bounds prior to that. Looks like they're going to say he was out at the 25-yard line. It's still a 15-yard pickup and a Husky first down. That's the uh, biggest offensive play by uh, either team in the football game so far. So first down, Northern now at the 25 of the Shamrocks. And Bloink, really patient back there. He let that play develop. They were coming. There was pressure, but he knew that what they had set up was going to work. 
And uh, he waited and then got it to Steinhauer. Prone in the backfield now. He's going to get a carry. Bounces it outside. Prone to the 20. Prone inside the 20 to about the 16. That's about a nine-yard gain there. And now we've got uh, more flags. Prone made it down to the 16. And then a personal foul against East Point is going to tack onto this. So with the addition of the penalty, it'll give them a first down inside the 10. Again, they have to mark it off half the distance. Ball will be spotted at the eight, and it'll be first down and goal to go. Huskies from the East Point eight-yard line. I don't keep track of penalties, but we've had to have close to 10 flags here in the first half, and there's still 9.50 to go. McRoby into the game as a tight end to the left of the line. They'll spread it out, though, with three receivers and prone the back, lined up behind Bloink out of the shotgun on first down and goal to go. From the eight, prone on the carry. Slips through one tackle. Another flag in here as prone got to back close to the line of scrimmage, but no further. Holding against Northern. So this is going to bring it back outside the 10-yard line. And they'll set it down at the 16, where it will be second down and goal. Nope, it'll remain first down, excuse me. First down and goal, back out at the 16. Boy, somebody's got to say it. (laughs) It's been kind of an ugly first half so far. Up 5-0, trying to add to that lead. Simpson in a slot to the right of the quarterback, Bloink. Norton is into the game as well as an extra back. On first and goal from the 16. Hand off to Steinhauer, and he's hitting the backfield. And he's dropped at the 18 for a loss on the play. And again... This East Point defense has played pretty well here in the first half. Eight and a half minutes to go. It'll be second and goal. Northern now back out at the 18. So right now the Huskies going backwards. Thanks to a holding call and now a a tackle for loss. Gonna send uh, trips in a uh, diamond bunch off to the left of uh, Bloink. Green is to the right. He's tight to the line as well. Bloink is looking to throw. Pressure coming up the middle, and Bloink's gonna be sacked. Look out! Here comes Derek Wallace in to drop Bloink back outside the 25 at the 26. It'll be an eight-yard loss. That's the second sack of the game for the East Point defense. 
And now it's going to be third and goal back at the 26. Wow. Give the Shamrocks a lot of credit here for what they're doing. Well, if you're Northern, see what you're thinking on third and 26. Did they just take a shot here, or are they just looking to get yardage to maybe get a better chance at a field goal? Out of the gun, Blank looking to throw. Has time here. Guns it over the middle. That is complete to Kerrigan. He's got it at about the 10-yard line. It'll be a pickup of 16, but it'll be fourth down and goal out at the 10. Kerrigan's second catch. He has two catches for 21 yards. Fourth and goal now from the 10. And Malachi Mitchell and the kick team will come out, and they'll attempt a field goal again. He's already connected from 29 yards out. And they're going to uh, put the tee down at the 17. So this will be a couple yards closer. This will be a 27-yard try. One for one in the game so far for Mitchell. Trying to give Northern an eight-point lead. High snap, and yeah, we can't have a play without whistles and a flag. Wait and see who this is against. Looks like they're going to back the Huskies up a little bit. Or are they? No, they're marching it the other way. So it was uh, an encroachment against the defense, and is that going to change Northern's mind here? It's going to be fourth and goal at the five, and now it looks like they're going to change their mind about a field goal. And let uh, Dylan Bloink and the offense come back out here. So Bloink gets the call from Larry Rollins, and he's going to run back out to the huddle. So the penalty is uh, going to change Northern's mind about what they want to do here. And they'll try to punch one in on fourth and goal from the five. And they'll go full house in the backfield. With Steinhauer, he's got two bigs in front of him. Bloink goes under center. Give us to Steinhauer. He's bouncing off one tackle, but then three more white shirts come in and stop him at the five for no gain. And the Huskies are stopped on fourth and goal, and they'll turn the ball over to the Shamrocks at the uh, East Point five with 5.31 to go here in the first half. So they pass on what I think probably would have been an easy three points there, but again, the way the Husky defense has played and the way East Point has not been able to move the football, I understand the gamble there by Larry Rollins and don't mind it. Because again, you figure if the Huskies can get another stop here, they're going to get the ball in good position again. And the last time they were down here, they ended up getting a safety on the uh, bad snap and punt. And East Point is going to take a timeout here. This has been about as disjointed a first half of football I've seen in a while. We've had just a ton of penalties. And there really isn't a flow to this game. Not much going on on offense for either side. In fact, I have East Point unofficially 
for zero yards here in the first half. Yeah. Actually, they have minus one yard. East Point has minus one yard of offense. Northern's a little better than that. But again, not eye-popping numbers for the Huskies. They'll have Northern for 45 yards of offense. The Huskies only have nine yards rushing here in the first half. And that was a strength for them last week against Marysville. Jackson stands with both feet in the end zone here as he works out of the shotgun. Are you kidding me? East Point's got to – they just took a timeout. Now they got to take another one. And this will be their final timeout of the half, which I guess is the good news. Feels like both sides have called seven timeouts here in the first half. And each team only gets three. Northern has one remaining, and as we said, the Shamrocks – just burned their final timeout. And this is right out of taking a timeout. 5 nothing. Port here on Northern leads with 5.31 to go here in the first half. Malachi Mitchell kicked a 29-yard field goal late in the first quarter. And in the opening minute here in the second quarter, the Huskies got a safety when uh, Ronald Jackson was... Uh, Tackled in the end zone on a low punt, on a low snap for a punt. He just picked it up, and by the time he picked it up, he didn't have a chance to do anything except get knocked to the ground. Northern has definitely been winning the battle of field position. Feels like East Point has been backed up inside their own 10 for about the last 10 minutes of the game. And yet, in spite of it all, it's just a 5-0 football game. Wiley and McCutcheon are the backs to either side of Jackson working out of the shotgun. He's got a receiver to either side. It's Manley wide to the left. And we had all kinds of movement. Somebody for East Point moved early. Somebody for Northern moved. It was Orr for the Huskies who ended up in the backfield. But it was after the Shamrock... Uh, Player up on the line fell forward. That'll be half the distance. And they'll set it up at about the three-yard line now. So call it first down and about 12 back at the three. Again, Jackson will work out of the gun with a back to either side. And they'll hand it off, and it's a battle just to get it out back to the line of scrimmage and maybe a yard gain there to the four. Coming off the bottom of the pile there, I think, was uh, Higginbotham. Five minutes to go in the half. East Point not in any particular rush. Looking now at second down and about 11 at their own four-yard line. Again, Ronald Jackson working out of the shotgun. Wants to throw it out in the flat to Manley. He'll be hit first by DeLong, but bounces off that tackle and struggles out to the nine. Got about five yards there. 
A little bit of breathing room for him. And that's going to bring up third down and about six here. So at their own nine, third down and six. This is, I think, a big play for East Point. Because, again, Northern gets a stop here. They're looking at getting really good field position again. McCutcheon, the uh, only back this time as they go with a three-receiver look. Jackson looking to throw. Now he steps up. Now he throws. Wheels it downfield. Battle for the football, and it's broken up incomplete. They were trying to get it to Higginbotham, and a good defensive coverage there from Ryan Collins to break it up, and that'll create a and six here for the Shamrocks at their own nine. And again, they're going to have to kick this ball out of their own end zone. They had a low snap last time to uh, Jackson. Jackson, by the way, two out of four for 10 yards. He's also their leading rusher with four carries for 15. Right now he's standing at the one to take this snap on the punt. Got it. He gets it out of there as fast as he can. Kicks it to DeLong at the 34. And he'll be tackled at the 32. Good coverage by the Shamrocks, but great field position here for Northern again. And sooner or later, the dam's got a break here, and the Huskies have got to punch one in with the great field position that they've been getting in this football game. Northern leads it 5 to nothing, but they want a touchdown. So here we go. 326 is plenty of time here for Northern. They'll start from officially the 33-yard line. Two receivers to either side for Boink, who's got Steinhauer behind him. And Boink is looking to throw this time. Fires it on the near sideline, and a rolling catch is made there by uh, Prone. He's... To the 27, that's about a six-yard pickup. Blank is four out of five for 42 yards now. Second and four, Northern at the 27. Green and Kerrigan will go to the left. Cole into the game, he split out wide to the right. McRoby, the tight end, is to the right side of the line. And Steinhauer moved. And that'll be a penalty against Northern. And basically what they made on the pass play, they'll now lose on the penalty. And this is the kind of first half that we've had here. So instead of second and four, it'll be second and nine. Back to the 32 go the Huskies. So it'll be second and nine. And again, Northern not in any big rush. 
Down to 2.20 to go in the half. They do have a timeout remaining if they need it. Kerrigan is slot left. Bloink is looking right, though. Now he'll step up. He's got a big hole to run through. Bloink to the 30, and he's hit hard and knocked down at the 29. And he only got about uh, three yards on the uh, play. And it, when that play developed and he stepped through there, I thought he had all kinds of room to run. But he never really, like, made the full decision that I'm going to run this football. I think if he had just decided, no, I should run here, I mean, he had a lot of open space. He could have had a big play there. Instead, it's going to be third down and about six for Northern from the 29-yard line. Two receivers to either side. Prone is in the slot to the left. Steinhauer the back. They'll send Kerrigan motion left. Bloink looking that way, has time, firing deep, and picked off. Intercepted at about the 10-yard line, and back up to about the 20. As it was uh, intercepted by Ronald Jackson. So Jackson doing it on defense there. That's the first Northern turnover of the game. Each team has turned it over once. And the Shamrocks will get it back at their own 20 with 1.16 to go in the half. They have no timeouts to work with. And it's still 5-0 Northern. In a game that has more of a Twilight Zone feel to it than anything else. <laughs> This has not been a pretty football game so far. But the good guys are winning. Huskies by five. McCutcheon is the back. He's to the left of the quarterback, Jackson, who works out of the shotgun with three receivers. Two to the right. Jackson looking to run here, and Northern's got that sniffed out. And it's a struggle for Jackson to pick up a yard there. Be second and nine. And the clock running here. And again, East Point can't stop it. And we'll be uh, well under 50 seconds before they get the next snap off here. Huskies get the ball to start the third quarter. So they want to make sure that nothing happens here in the final 40 seconds of this half. Manley, part of the two receivers split to the left. Jackson taking his time here, takes the snap. Straight drop, firing down the middle of the field and looking for Higginbottom, but well overthrown near midfield. The incompletion will stop the clock with 6.5 seconds to go here in the first half. 5-0 Northern, and it'll be third and nine at the 21. And uh, barring a penalty, which the way this first half has gone is very likely here. <laughs> this should be the final play of the half. We'll see. Mm, 
Spread things out. Shamari Banks is in as an extra wideout for the Shamrocks. He's out wide to the right. Two receivers to the left. That's Manley and Higginbottom. Chambers. Not sure where they want him to line up. He's basically lined up as a, a halfback. Kind of a pistol look here. They're going to throw it out into the flat to Higginbottom. He's going to dance around out there and get to the 26. And that should be the final play. Now, now we've got penalty flags. Well, I told you. 1.5 seconds to go in the half and penalty flags. It was a five-yard pickup on the pass play. Maybe Higginbottom, the third different receiver that Jackson has hit on a five-yard completion. So we had a couple of uh, fouls, one against each side, and those penalties will offset. I believe it's fourth down, but I'm not sure. Not really sure about anything. Ball's at the 26. There's a second and a half to go here in the first half. So, again, barring penalties, this will be the final play. Now play is stopped. And now the officials have stopped the clock. Now the clock says 6.8. So the upright was uh, blocking me there. I thought there was a second and a half, and it was actually 11 and a half seconds. Apparently, Northern has called timeout here. Because I was right, it is fourth down. It's fourth down and five at the 26 of the Shamrocks with uh, about seven seconds to go here. So they're going to force East Point to uh, run a punt here unless uh, they do something crazy like have Jackson run around for try to kill seven seconds here. Nobody back for the Huskies. I think they're going to try and uh, block this if they can. And again, Jackson doesn't go back as far as a traditional punter would. I don't even think he's 10 yards back behind the center. They've reset the clock. Here's the snap. Jackson gets the kick away again. Nobody back for Northern. And... East Point is going to let the clock run down. They're going to stop it with two seconds to go. And the Huskies will get it at their own 49 after the punt as we continue to meander our way towards the end of this first half. And it has been not a very attractive first half of football. Northern's up 5 nothing, And now let's see what the Huskies want to do with two seconds to go here. Are they going to chuck one up or are they just going to take a knee and uh, start fresh in the third quarter. They do get the ball first 
to start the second half. And based on the formation, I think they're going to take a knee here. Bloink under center. Takes a knee at the 48, and the clock didn't start. Now the clock starts, and that will take us to halftime. <laughs> at the end of the first half, it's a surprising score here at Memorial Stadium. Port here on Northern 5, East Point nothing. That's the score at halftime. But the Husky defense, at least, we can tell you, has now gone six quarters this season without being scored on. Husky offense, not as crisp as it was in week one, but it's 5-0 Northern as we go into the break here on GetStuckOnSports.com and EBW. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Magna International is North America's largest auto supplier and now calls the Blue Water area home. Our new plant, located on Range Road in St. Clair, will have great opportunities for all members of the community. Named to Fortune Magazine's World Most Admired Companies two years in a row, Magna offers many different career opportunities. Wages start from $17 and up. Go to magna.com forward slash careers to apply today. Again, magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michael's Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michael's Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michael's really is your dealer for the people. Michael's Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marine City Nursery is a wholesale retail garden center and gift shop that has been family owned and operated for over 90 years. Located at 5304 Marine City Highway in China Township, Marine City Nursery handles a wide variety of evergreens, deciduous trees, shrubs, and perennials. Open seven days a week, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Monday through Saturday, and 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Sundays. Don't plan your landscaping project without a visit to Marine City Nursery. Mattress King is here to help everyone get a good night's sleep. Located in Fort Gratiot, Richmond, and Lapeer, Mattress King has the perfect product to fit all needs and lifestyles. Mattress King has gone to great lengths to be your one-stop local shop when it comes to all things bedding. With brands like Serta and Beautyrest, you'll get only the best at Mattress King. Mattress King also offers free deliveries on all orders over $599. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. 
This is Daniel Squires of Vincent's Heating and Plumbing. Call us to set up a tune-up for your gas furnace or boiler to make certain it's safe and ready to keep you warm for the coming cold. Our tech takes about 90 minutes for all the safety checks and maintenance needed. You can save $20 off the regular price, plus we'll send your sports or band boosters a matching $20 donation when you use a special coupon. To get your coupon, visit vhpinc.com forward slash sports. Then to schedule your service, call Vincent's Heating and Plumbing at 810-985-7103. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back here. 5 nothing. the Huskies lead this. They open the scoring with 48 seconds to go in the first quarter when Malachi Mitchell connected on a 29-yard field goal to make it 3 nothing uh, Northern. Then just 32 seconds into the second quarter on a low snap to Ronald Jackson, who was trying to punt out of his own end zone. Jackson scooped up the ball, but he was tackled for the safety, and that made it 5 to nothing Northern, and uh, that score came with 11-28 to go in the first half, and it was the last scoring in the first half. No touchdowns, a field goal and a safety, and the Huskies have a 5 to nothing lead here at the break. Not many stats to go over in that first half, but we'll take a look at them when we come back here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Every grandma knows GetStuckOnSports.com is where the grandkids play. To hear you say that makes me love you, baby. Making lots of memories. It's your kids. It's your schools. It's your sports. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's Sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Hey everybody, it's Jane Williams from Kimball Appliance. I'm inviting you to come shop at Kimball's. We're open late on Fridays until 7 and Saturdays until 3. I take pride in helping my customers find the finest appliances and furniture. We have plenty of items in stock for immediate delivery. I guarantee the lowest prices and I'll help you find the best item to fit your needs. We offer hassle-free service, financing for everyone regardless of credit history. Kimball's is located on the corner of 10th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Nobody beats the bug. June bug, that is. Hi, this is Junebug. Stop in, we'll take good care of you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, 
Replace them with Anderson windows with low-E glass, low-maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. Freshen up your kitchen and bathroom with new countertops from Bedrock Kitchen and Bath. Bedrock has the best selection in countertops from quartz to granite in southeastern Michigan. Call Bedrock today to schedule your free in-home estimate at 888-BEDROCK. That number again is 888-BEDROCK. Or request an appointment online at brkb.biz. That again is brkb.biz for Bedrock Kitchen and Bath. Get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Let's take a look at some of the uh, numbers in this one. There aren't a ton. Northern had 53 yards of offense, and East Point had 11. Jackson, three out of six for 15 yards passing, and he was their leading rusher with five carries for 16 uh, yards. Uh, they had uh, minus four rushing and 15 through the air for their 11 yards. Huskies only 11 yards rushing and 42 yards passing. Bloink, four out of six for 42 with an interception. Kerrigan, two catches for 21 yards. Steinhauer, a catch for 15 yards. Prone had a catch for six. Prone's the Huskies' leading rusher, two carries for 12. Steinhauer had five carries for just six yards. Uh, and Bloink with four carries for six yards in the first half. The numbers are ugly. The score is kind of ugly. It's Northern 5, East Point nothing here at the half. You're listening to High School Football and GetStuckOnSports.com and watching on EBW-TV. There's no way you can score without an assist from GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Did someone say fried chicken? Why, yes, they did. Need a quick meal for your family on the go? Stop in to Vinkier Foods in Wadhams or Elmont and grab an eight-piece chicken dinner meal for only $14.99. That's eight pieces of chicken, two sides, and rolls for only $14.99. Visit Vinkier Foods in Wadhams at the corner of Lapeer and Wadhams Road or in Elmont on Van Dyke. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. 
Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right. Uh, it's kind of a short scoreboard tonight because there's only other two other games in the area going on. At the half, Crosslex leads North Branch 12 to nothing in a big game in the BWAC uh, tonight. You can catch that on stream two with uh, Brady Beaton, 12 nothing Pioneers there. And at the half up in Ubley, the Bearcats have a 21 nothing lead over Elkton Pigeon Bayport tonight. 21-0 Ubley at the half here. Huskies lead East Point 5-0 at the half. And we'll be back with the start of the third quarter in just a few minutes here at Memorial Stadium. Are you ready for some football? Don't you dare fumble that ball. Keep it glued to GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. 
Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Derek Lane by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Lane by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Lane by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. Duraclean by Bachelor. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N car C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. Hey everybody, it's Jane Williams from Kimball Appliance. I'm inviting you to come shop at Kimball's. We're open late on Fridays until 7 and Saturdays until 3. I take pride in helping my customers find the finest appliances and furniture. We have plenty of items in stock for immediate delivery. I guarantee the lowest prices and I'll help you find the best item to fit your needs. We offer hassle-free service, financing for everyone regardless of credit history. Kimball's is located on the corner of 10th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Nobody beats the bug. June bug, that is. Hi, this is Junebug. Stop in. We'll take good care of you. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 850-7520. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Welcome back here to Memorial Stadium. Dennis Stuckey uh, with you. 5-0 Northern with the lead. And uh, I think we've got a very important drive coming up to start the second half as the Huskies will get the uh, the ball first. Uh, if you like defense, we've had a lot of that here uh, tonight. Uh, if you like a lot of offense, stand by, and maybe we'll give you some here in the second half. But not much combined. I had the two teams unofficially for 64 yards in the first half. And offensively, just three points were scored. Because, remember, the safety was scored actually by the special teams. And it's 5-0 Northern. And actually, the uh, the scoring in the game came, let's see, 70 seconds apart? No, 80 seconds apart. So in a matter of 80 seconds of uh, time off the game clock, the Huskies got a field goal and a safety. And they lead by a score of 5 to nothing. 
here at the half. They have outscored the opposition in six quarters here at Memorial Stadium, 40 to nothing this season. So again, defensively, Huskies picking up where they left off last week. They've done a great job. Offensively, it's been a different story. This East Point defense gets some credit. The Shamrocks have done a good job. Joel Steinhauer, who went for over 100 yards and three touchdowns running the ball last week, held to six yards on five carries in the first half. And we'll see what Northern is uh, thinking, but I kind of like to see them on this first drive maybe try to get Steinhauer going and try to force their will. The, the problem is is that Northern had a distinct size advantage, I think, last week against Marysville up front, and East Point is big up front, so the, the size matchup, there's no advantage. All right, so Northern will get it first. Bradley uh, Spalsbury to kick it off. Prone and Kerrigan are standing at about the 20 for Northern. All game long, the Huskies have had incredible field position. They just have not really been able to capitalize on it yet. And I just feel like if the Huskies can score on this first possession... That might be enough tonight. Kerrigan from about the 18 out to the 25 to the 30, and he'll be wrapped up and stopped, and here comes another flag because why wouldn't we? We have had a ton of flags here in the football game tonight. And that really, to me, is probably what made that first half more funky than anything else is the fact that we can't go two plays without somebody getting a flag thrown. So this appears to be against East Point, so they're going to tack it on to the end of the return. A face mask penalty. We'll move it up 15 yards and give Northern real good position here at their own 45-yard line. Norton will check in. So the Huskies will start with the extra back in there. Blank was four out of six in the first half for 42 yards. Biggest pass play was a 16-yard completion to Kerrigan, and he had the 15-yard screen pass to Steinhauer. Again, out of a pistol look here with Steinhauer behind him. They'll give it to Joel. Looking for a hole, and there is none. Well, they are really doing a good job. Wallace with the stop on Steinhauer for no gain. Six carries, six yards only for Steinhauer tonight. I don't know. I just keep feeding him the ball and see if he couldn't break one here. I still think he's the Huskies' best weapon on this side of the ball. MJ Green with prone, split out wide to the left here. Two receivers to the right with Simpson and DeLong. Bloink looking to throw, has time. Sidearms it near the near sideline. He was looking for Kerrigan, but it's incomplete, out of bounds. And the Huskies are looking at third and 10 here from their own 45-yard line. 
So East Point's defense looking for another stop. The Husky offense looking for a play here. 10.55 to go in the third quarter. Northern up five to nothing here. And looking at third and 10 from their own 45 yard line. Green, prone, and Kerrigan to the left, DeLong to the right. Steinhauer, the only back, is behind Bloink, working out of the gun again, looking to throw. Now he's going to swing it back to Steinhauer, an opening to the 50. Steinhauer will get to the 47. It'll be an eight yard pickup. It's going to be a run play, too, because that was a lateral. And it's going to bring up fourth and two at the 47. And I think the Huskies are going to go for it, or at least uh, I like to see them go for it here. Again, the way their defense is uh, playing, if you don't make it, it really doesn't seem to be that big of a deal that you give East Point the ball near their own 45-yard line. Again, they'll go trips to the right with Green wide out to the left. Steinhauer behind Bloink on fourth and two. The hard count. Now they snap it. Bloink wants to run with it. He's in trouble. He's not going to get there. He'll be stopped for no gain, and they'll be stopped on fourth down. And that will give East Point the ball back as their defense Gets a stop to start the third quarter. And this might be the best field position that the Shamrocks have had all night, starting from their own 47. But again, they had 11 yards in the first half. So if you're the Huskies, you're comfortable with your defense here. And the fact that uh, East Point gets the ball with good field position here. Ronald Jackson will go to work. He's three out of six for 15 yards. He also rushed for 16 yards in the first half on five carries by far and away their leading rusher. Northern had a couple of first half sacks to knock into the yardage. Trips to the left, but they're running on first down. McCutcheon straight ahead for a short gain. He'll get to the 48. That's a one-yard pickup for Bradley McCutcheon, who has minus one yard on two carries in the game. Shuffling some uh, different faces in there. Shamari Banks will check in. Didn't really call his name in the first half. Three receivers, including two off to the left here. Out of a pistol look. Jackson wants to keep. He's to the 50. Into Northern Territory to the 47. Pickup of about five there. And it's going to bring up third and about four. And I would think this is four down territory for the Shamrocks. 8.40 to go here in the third chess match tonight here at Memorial Stadium. 5 nothing Huskies lead East Point. The Shamrocks, though, looking at third and four from the northern 47. Manley out wide to the uh, left. They've got uh, Higginbottom in the slot left of the quarterback. Again, out of a pistol look. They're going to sling it out to Higginbottom. 
And he's dancing around back there looking for somewhere to go, and the Huskies have got him stopped for a loss. They get the reception to Higginbottom, but he goes backwards and loses a yard. And it's going to bring up fourth down and five at the 48. And I will assume here that uh, East Point's going to go for it on the northern side of the 50. A punt here doesn't really do them much good because Jackson hasn't been kicking the ball very long. He'll work out of the shotgun here. Two receivers to the left and one to the right. Fourth and five from the Husky 48. Jackson out of the gun. Wants to throw. Now he's got to step up and run for it. He's got some room. Jackson's got a first down. He's inside the 40. Down to the Husky 35. That's a pickup of 13. And that might be the biggest play of the night so far by this East Point offense. And they pick up a first down on a fourth and five call. And... uh, Jackson's got some speed, and he showed it off there all the way down to the 35. Banks out wide to the right, two receivers to the left. Manley is uh, that way along with Higginbottom. McCutcheon, the back, is going to get a carry here. No, keeping it is uh, Jackson. That was a good fake, and he'll only get a yard to the 34. Sayers with the stop. He recovered a fumble in the first half. Each team has turned the ball over once tonight. Six and a half to go here in the third. It'll be second and nine from the Husky 34. Chambers is the lead back. They give to McCutcheon, trying to bounce it outside. McCutcheon strips a couple of tackles, and he's got to run inside the 25, down to the 22. That's about a 12-yard gain there for Bradley McCutcheon. By far and away, his biggest run of the night. And East Point now has strung together a couple of first downs, and they're at the Husky 22. Halfway through the third quarter, and right now, Northern clinging to a 5-0 lead. But the Shamrocks are threatening from the 22, first down and 10. Again, Manley and Higginbottom to the uh, left. Jackson looking that way. Now he steps up to run, and he slips through a couple of tacklers inside the 20 to the 19. Gets about three yards there. He kind of carries that ball around like a loaf of bread, though, and that makes you a little nervous if you're a Shamrock fan. It'll be second and seven at the 19. Five minutes straight up to go on the third. Jackson working out of the gun with McCutcheon and Chambers in the backfield. Three-receiver look, and somebody moved. I was going to say, we've gone longer than usual without a penalty flag being thrown. And it's a false start against uh, the Shamrocks. That'll cost them five. 
And they'll be looking at second down and about 13. They're at the Northern 24 now. Shamrocks were huddled right over the football there. Jackson working out of the shotgun now here on second and long back at the 24. He wants to set up a little receiver screen to Higginbottom. He'll make the catch, and again, it'll be a very short gain, and more flags. Higginbottom got about two yards on the catch. And then we had flags flying in from all over. And based on the reactions, this one I think is going to be against the Huskies, but we'll wait and see. Now Northern defense is pointing that it's going to be against uh, East Point. Yeah, it is. So, uh, 15-yard personal foul here. And now it's East Point kind of being their own worst enemy. They're driving for the first time tonight. And now they take a uh, penalty that will move them all the way back to the Husky 37. And it will be third, and the scoreboard says 26. Third down, 26. Three receivers to the left as they go with a four-receiver look. Jackson just going to run with it, though, out of the shotgun. He'll get to about the 30. And got about seven, maybe eight yards, depending on the mark. We gave him a nice mark to the uh, 28. That's a nine-yard gain. But it'll be fourth down and still about 15 for a first down. They'll keep the offense out there. And again, if unless they come up with a big play here, the penalties stunted what was the uh, best opportunity of the night for the Shamrocks. McCutcheon is the back. With Jackson here on fourth and 15, two receivers to the uh, right. Manley is to the left. Jackson looked Manley's way. Now he slings it out to him, but he'll be hit right away, and they'll turn it over on downs. Manley made the catch for about a yard pickup, but they needed 15 yards there, and they're not going to get it. And so Northern's defense, thanks to some shamrock penalties, are going to stop that drive and get the ball back for the offense with 2.36 to go here in the third quarter. And again, the defensive struggle continues, although that time, really, East Point was their worst enemy. The personal foul penalty was the real killer there. So Huskies at their own 26. East Point only had 10 guys out there, but they hustle somebody on very quickly. Northern takes over at their own 26, still leading this one 5-0. 
Norton and Steinhauer in the backfield now with Bloink. Two receivers to the left. Running with Steinhauer. And again, they're just going to swarm around him. And Steinhauer back to the line of scrimmage. Maybe struggled forward for a yard. It'll depend on where they want to spot it. East Point acting like they stripped the ball away, but the officials are saying nope. Huskies ball second and 10 at the 26. Eight carries, 14 yards for Steinhauer tonight. He has a catch for 15. And East Point has really done a good job making Joel Steinhauer a non-factor after he scored four touchdowns in week one against Marysville. Under two minutes to go here in the third. Green and Kerrigan to the left. Prone and Cole to the right. Steinhauer the only back this time. Bloink looking to throw. Slings it out over to Kanye Cole. He's got it at the 30. Cole battling. Got to about the 35. Now the ball comes loose. Scramble for it. And East Point's got it here on the near sideline. Another flag, I believe, at the end of all of this. As uh, Cole was struggling to try to get extra yardage. And then the uh, ball came flying loose. Then we had flags, and we have the officials congregating here, but it's going to be the second turnover of the game by Northern. So it continues to be an ugly football game here. That's the second Northern turnover. And the ball will be spotted at the 31 after the recovery. And they're going to call the penalty against Northern. 15 yards is going to put this all the way down at the 16-yard line. Wow. Northern's never trailed in this uh, game, but East Point is... 16 yards away from trying to take a lead in this game. It's 5-0 Huskies with 1.22 to go here in the third quarter. A first quarter field goal and a second quarter safety, the only scoring in the game so far. And Jackson goes right back to work here from the 16. He'll give it to McCutcheon. McCutcheon trying to bounce it outside. Gets to the 15, McCutcheon to the 10, still on his feet. And he's out of bounds at about the northern six-yard line, maybe the five. They did give him to the five. That'll be an 11-yard pickup and a first down and goal to go for the Shamrocks. And now East Point is five yards away from taking the lead here late in the third. Will likely be down to about a minute or under here in the third quarter before they snap the ball. They'll move uh, Higginbottom into the backfield with McCutcheon to either side of Jackson. And he's going to keep it, and he's going to get hammered. A sack for the Huskies as Fletcher 
got in there to get the Huskies' third sack of the game. A loss of five back to the 10, and they needed that one. Big Fletcher came flying through untouched that time, and he got to Jackson back at the 10. And it'll be second and goal from there. This might be the final play of the quarter. 20 seconds to go. And again, it's McCutcheon and Higginbottom to either side of Jackson working out of the gun. Manley is wide to the left. Second and goal from the 10. He's looking for Manley. Firing to the corner. Manley with a great catch against good coverage from DeLong, and it's an East Point touchdown. And more flags afterwards, I think, for celebration. But Ronald Jackson hits his uh, receiver, Dorian Manley, for 10 yards and a shamrock touchdown. And East Point has a 6-5 to five lead here in the football game. Manley with the 10-yard catch. And uh, with 3.8 seconds to go here in the uh, third quarter, East Point has taken a 6-5 lead. The penalty, I think, was for celebration. That'll be enforced on the kickoff. And it looks like the Shamrocks will be going for two here to try to take a three-point lead in the game. McCutcheon is the single setback here as they use a three-receiver look with Jackson working out of the gun. And Jackson wants to keep it himself, struggling to the one, but he won't get any closer than that. And the Huskies will stop the conversion And here with four seconds to go in the third, East Point has taken a 6-5 to five lead in the football game. Wow. What a strange ball game here. And now East Point... He's maybe thinking upset tonight. So the penalty will force them to kick off from the 25. This is the celebration foul. Four seconds to go here in the quarter. 3.8 if you want the exact time. And it's a high kick. And it'll be returned from the 30 by Kerrigan. Kerrigan to the 40. Kerrigan to the 45. Kerrigan to the 47. And that's where Northern will start the fourth quarter trailing for the first time tonight. The Huskies are down six to five after three here at the stadium. 
This is Daniel Squires of Vincent's Heating and Plumbing. Call us to set up a tune-up for your gas furnace or boiler to make certain it's safe and ready to keep you warm for the coming cold. Our tech takes about 90 minutes for all the safety checks and maintenance needed. You can save $20 off the regular price, plus we'll send your sports or band boosters a matching $20 donation when you use a special coupon. To get your coupon, visit vhpinc.com forward slash sports. Then to schedule your service, call Vincent's Heating and Plumbing at 810-985. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Well, if you were with me in the pregame tonight, I told you these teams had played 14 games decided by seven points or less, and it's a one-point football game going into the fourth quarter tonight. East point six, northern five. The Shamrocks just taking the lead with four seconds to go in the third quarter on the 10-yard touchdown pass to Manley. That was off that Husky turnover that set that up. Northern starts the fourth quarter, first down and 10 at their own 47. Norton and Steinhauer in the backfield with Bloink. Fake to Steinhauer. They're going to throw it to Norton. Makes the catch at the 49 and is tackled right away. And uh, dropped after about a two-yard gain. So Hunter Norton with the reception, but it's just short yardage there for Northern. Second down and eight Huskies from their own 49-yard line. Blank is six out of nine for 49 yards in the game. He's throwing one interception. Northern has turned the ball over twice tonight. They'll go trips to the right. Green is the uh, wide out to the left. Bloink looking, firing Green's way. He's got it at the 45 of East Point. And he is to the 43 and close to a first down. Going to be third and maybe a yard. About a seven-yard pickup there for Green, his first catch of the night. Oh, no, they, uh, I thought they might measure for that, but they're going to give him a first down. So an eight-yard pickup on Green's first catch gives Northern a first down at the Shamrock 43. Again, three receivers out wide to the right and Green to the left. Blank to Steinhauer. No, Blank kept it. Nice fake to the 40. Blank to the 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, and pushed out of bounds at about the 12-yard line. Dylan Blank got loose there. He goes 31 yards, and it's first down for the Huskies deep in Shamrock territory. Finally, the Huskies get a big run play. All the way down to the uh, 10 is where they're going to spot that. 
So a 33-yard run by Bloink. And now Northern is looking at first down and goal to go. This would be a quick response by the Huskies if they can punch this in. Two receivers to the right with Kerrigan in the slot that way. Steinhauer the only running back. They're going to fake to him. They're going to swing it over to Kerrigan, and if he caught it, he caught it on his knees, and he would have been better off to drop that ball because they're going to lose four yards on the reception. At that point, you shouldn't uh, hang on to the ball there. Now it's going to be second and goal back at the 14. Well, Northern can take the lead with a field goal, but you know they want to punch one in and finally score a touchdown in this game. Going to send three receivers to the uh, left, prone between Kerrigan and Green. Looks like they've got Cole the other way. Bloink looking for Green at the 10. Green to the 5, and he'll be stopped there. MJ Green picks up about 9 on the reception. And it'll be third and goal Northern now at the five-yard line. So third and goal from the five. I'd say it's four-down territory, but I really can't be sure about that. Because, again, in this case, Northern might take the points if they don't punch it in here. But I know they want a touchdown desperately here. Four receiver looks. Steinhauer the only back. On third and goal from the five, Blank is looking to throw. Firing and broken up. Manley got a hand on it, and that was dangerous for a second. It's incomplete, and now it's going to be fourth down, and it looks like the field goal team is coming out. Mitchell made one from 29 early in the game. He was out to kick a 27-yarder, but then a penalty happened, and the Huskies changed their mind and went for it and didn't make it earlier in the first half. But Mitchell will come out here. They'll spot it at the 11. This is a 21-yard attempt to take the lead back. Low snap, and they had troubles with it, but Mitchell got it up, and he hooks it through. It's good from 21, and there is a flag on the play here. Let's see what... This is all about. Mitchell's field goal is good to make it 8-6 for Northern, but there was a flag right by the kick, and it's a personal foul against Northern. The field goal is good. So the penalty will be enforced on the kickoff against Northern, but the Huskies have retaken the lead here in the uh, fourth on uh, Malachi Mitchell's second field goal of the game. This one from 21 yards. And uh, the strangeness continues here at Northern. 8-6 Huskies with 8.36 to go here in the fourth quarter.
So Northern with the 8-6 lead here. And uh, the Huskies kicking off from the 45-yard line here. So apparently, I don't know, he pointed a penalty against Northern, but apparently the penalty wasn't against Northern. Mitchell's going to pop this one up short. Fair catch signal. The ball is loose. There's a scramble for it. East Point comes up with it. That was just more ugliness. And the Shamrocks will get it back inside their own 20 at the 18. I think that was a fair catch signal. It was a weird signal. He had both hands up in the air, waving at it. I don't know if he was telling his teammate he was going to get it or he was signaling a fair catch. He didn't catch it, and the guy behind him fortunately got on that ball before a northern player did it. And so down by two, the Shamrocks will start from their own 18. Eight to six is the score in a game that has seen only one touchdown. The Huskies have two field goals and a safety, and the Shamrocks have the game's only touchdown. They failed on a two-point try. Out of the gun, Jackson hands it off here, and it is McCutcheon, and he shuts a tackle to the 30, 35, 40, 50, into Husky territory to the 35 before he's run out of bounds. McCutcheon with a big run for the Shamrocks. Let's see where they set this ball down. But it is a huge, huge run here. We're going to say he stepped out of bounds at the Northern 37. A 45-yard run by Bradley McCutcheon who in the third quarter had two carries for minus one yard. He now has five carries for 67 yards. And we're going to get an official's stoppage here. As we've got uh, a player shaken up, but I don't know where. Oh, he's right by the Shamrock Islands. That's why I didn't see him. The coaches were all around him, but there's a uh, player on uh, a knee for uh, East Point, and that's why we have the stoppage here, and I think it was the uh, ball carrier, McCutcheon. Bradley McCutcheon's first carry went for minus two. His second carry went for one yard. His third carry went for uh, 12. Then he had an 11-yard run, and now he just had a 45-yard run but he's going to have to come out for at least a play. He's over on the sideline standing up. Everybody's giving him high fives and hugs, and he's standing over there with his helmet off right now. But all of a sudden, East Point is starting to make some plays. 8-16 to go in the fourth, a two-point game, Northern on top. Wiley replaces McCutcheon in the backfield, and this time the Shamrocks are going to get called for a penalty because we'd gone about 14 seconds without one. So another false start here. 
And they'll be looking at first and 15 back at the 42. Crosslex is up 20-7 to seven on North Branch. That's after three quarters of play. Here it's 8-6 Northern. First down, 15. Wiley's got the ball. He's going to be tackled for a loss. He was scrambling around looking for some place to go. And before the play was over, he was tripped up back at the 48 for a loss of six. So Wiley loses six, and that will make it second down now and 21 for the Shamrocks back at the Northern 48. In the end, it has been a game Dominated by defense. Ubley up 33-0 on Elkton Pigeon Bayport in the second half. Second and 21 from the 48. They're going to dump it off to Manley near midfield, and he'll get what he can get to about the 44. That'll be a four-yard gain on the short pass completion. Manley has four catches for 20 yards and a touchdown tonight. Jackson is 8 out of 11 for just 31 yards, but he has thrown a 10-yard touchdown pass to Manley for the East Point score in this game. 8-6 Huskies as we near the halfway point of the fourth quarter. They'll go three receivers with two spread out wide to the left. Chambers motion left and then resets. Jackson looking to throw. Has time. Fires down the middle of the field. Under threat, and it's picked off. Intercepted by the Huskies. No, it was dropped. Oh, my goodness. It was in the hands of Isaac Dunn, and he couldn't hang on to it. Oh. Oh. Well, it will be fourth down. I don't know what the Shamrocks will be thinking uh, here. Looks like they're going to play the field position game and punt. Six and a half minutes to go. Down by two. Fourth and uh, about 16 at the Husky 43. Northern doesn't have anybody back just in case there's a fake here. High snap. They're coming. They almost got to that. Jackson gets it away, though, and it's a decent kick. It's going to take an East Point roll. Back inside the 10, and I, I think a Northern player picked up that football, and I don't know why he would. Green picked up that ball, and he is going to be down around the nine-yard line. 6-17 to go, and Northern leads by two. And what they want to do here is grind it out and make first downs and kill as much of this clock as they can. If you score, great, but 
Right now, the important thing is to run this clock down as far as you can. I'm going to be honest. This is not what I was expecting tonight. Aside from the penalties and uh, that kind of uh, ugliness, this has turned into a nail-biter. First down, handoff, Steinhauer. And he's going to struggle and get stopped at the eight. It looks like he lost a yard. The two defenses have been slugging it out tonight. And with under six minutes to go here in the fourth quarter, we've seen only one touchdown scored tonight. And despite not having a touchdown, the Huskies lead it eight to six. Second and 11, Northern at their own eight-yard line. Steinhauer has been held to 13 yards on nine carries tonight after going for over 100 last week against Marysville. They'll spread the field. Two receivers to the left, and Bloink wants to run with it this time, and he's going to get tripped up and tackled, and he may have lost a yard back to the seven. And East Point is fired up on defense right now. East Point has uh, been scrappy tonight. And they're making the Huskies uh, earn it if they're going to get it. Third and 12 Northern from their own eight. This is important, too, because, again, field position. You don't want the Shamrocks to have a short field. You want to make them work for it if you can. And if you're northern here, you don't want to stop the clock either. This might be a good area for a screen pass. We'll see. Bloink is standing at about the two as he works out of the shotgun, and now we've got a flag. Northern might have called timeout here to avoid getting uh, a a delay of game call. Yeah, they were going to get a delay of game there, so they had to burn a timeout. That's the first timeout of the second half for the Huskies. They have two remaining. East Point has two remaining. Four minutes, 28 seconds remaining here in the fourth quarter. And Northern's looking at third down and about 13 from their own seven-yard line. Leading this one eight to six. And again, just a quick flashback for you. Huskies got a Malachi Mitchell first quarter field goal to go up three nothing. They got a safety in the second quarter to go up five nothing. And that was the score until there were four seconds left in the third quarter when Manley caught a 10 yard touchdown pass to actually give the Shamrocks a six to five lead. They went for two and didn't make it. And here in this fourth quarter, Malachi Mitchell kicked his second field goal of the game, a 21-yarder, to put Northern in front 8-6. That came with 8.36 to play. Now we have 4.28 to play. And it's still an 8-6 ball game as Northern looks at the third and 13 from their own seven. Boink is 9 out of 13 for 62 yards passing. One interception. Kerrigan has caught three passes for Northern for 17 yards. He's been the favorite target. They're keeping it on the ground here with Prone. 
Crone shoves his own blocker out of the way as he works his way to the 12. It's about a five-yard gain and a quick timeout called here. Wallace with the stop. It'll be fourth down for Northern and about eight at their 12-yard line. And so now the Shamrocks will have one timeout remaining. The scoreboard hasn't uh, taken that yet. Shamrocks should be down to one timeout remaining here. And the scoreboard says they still have two. So unless there was a mistake uh, earlier and uh, East Point uh, hadn't uh, taken a timeout before, the, again, it was a timeout East Point and the uh, scoreboard didn't change the timeouts. They were at two and it still says two. 4.18 to go. Higginbottom is going to stand at about the Husky 40-yard line for this kick. And Mitchell is standing about three yards deep in his own end zone. Now they've got three timeouts up there for East Point. That's not right. Now the clock is completely messed up. Here's the kick. Higginbottom mishandles it at the 50. He has to run back into his own territory for it. He's going backwards at the 40, and now he'll be wrapped up and tackled at the East Point 43. That worked out about as well as it could there for the Huskies. 4.06 to go here in the fourth, and I believe East Point has one timeout remaining. The scoreboard now has them with three timeouts remaining. <laughs> So I don't know what's going on. I'm sure the officials down on the field know what's going on. The Shamrocks start from their own 43 this time. And the Northern defense will be put to the test again. And they've pretty much had all the answers tonight. Again, the only score given up in the game was after a fumble. Gave East Point the ball uh, around the uh, northern 30, and they drove it in from there, got the 10-yard touchdown pass to Manley. Jackson works out of the gun here. Pressure coming. Fires down the middle of the field. He's got a man, and it's juggled and dropped. Oh, that was Darion Banks streaking up the middle of the field, and he was open and couldn't hang on to it. We do have a flag back around the 46-yard line on the East Point side of the field. And it's against East Point. Holding. And that'll be a 10-yard penalty. So it'll remain first down, but it'll be first and 20 now. Four minutes straight up to go. First down and 20 Shamrocks back at their own 33. But Darion Banks was open up the middle. And he just couldn't hang on to the pass. They've got him kind of in the uh, fullback position. In a pistol look here. where They've been using Chambers all night long. And they snuck him down the field. And now Northern's going to take a timeout. And I believe that will lead the Huskies with one timeout remaining. 
The scoreboard's got that right, but they still got the Shamrocks for three timeouts. We know for sure East Point has called at least one timeout this half. And we... Yeah, but not the last one. So just under four minutes to go, 3.59 to go. Northern with a two-point lead in this one, 8-6. to six. That's uh, going to look like this one's going to go right down to the finish. First and 20, though, here. Again, penalties have been an unfortunate blemish on this one. Jackson straight drop. Pressure coming. Fletcher flushes him out of the pocket, and Northern will get a sack at the uh, 31-yard line. It'll only be a loss of two on the play, but it'll be the fourth Husky sack of the game, and it'll make it second and 22. The clock continues to run with three and a half minutes to go. No panic here from the Shamrocks. Ronald Jackson is eight out of 12, but for just 31 yards, he's throwing a touchdown pass. McCutcheon, part of a trio of receivers split out wide to the left. Manley to the right. Jackson out of the gun, looking to throw. Pressure coming again. It was Fletcher that got there first, and Jackson's wrapped up, but they let the play continue, and he'll be dropped for another sack back at the 30. Sayers, who's had a good ball game, will get credit for the sack, but again, it was Fletcher two plays in a row causing problems for Jackson. And we'll get a timeout called here by East Point. So they're saying that's their first timeout. I don't believe them. <laughs> I don't. So all academic at this point, 2.52 to go. And it's going to be third and 23. And for me, this is the ball game. Yeah, the official is over here telling the East Point coach he's got one timeout left. He just walked over. He pointed at the scoreboard, and then he put one finger up saying, you've got one timeout left. I know I'm crazy, but I'm not nuts. <laughs> Big third and 23 here. Shamrocks at their own 30. They've been going backwards on this possession, and that's fine by Northern's standards. Trips to the left here for Ronald Jackson out of the gun. Straight drop, pressure coming from Fletcher again. Jackson steps up. Oh, he's got a man, and it's complete at the 50, and there's room down the sidelines. McCutcheon breaks free, and he is going to score 
a Shamrock touchdown, 70 yards to Bradley McCutcheon and another flag on the play back at the 31. This might be coming back. What an electric pitch and catch to Bradley McCutcheon, but a 70-yard strike appears to be coming back here with 2.40 to go. And the indication is going to be a holding penalty. I don't know, it almost seems appropriate that we would have something like that happen the way the game has gone. Did we have penalties both ways? I think we're going to replay the down. No, they are marking it back. One official has set the ball down on the 21-yard line. But I thought he signaled the penalties both ways. So the confusion continues. With 240, there was a hold against the Shamrocks for sure. But another huddle. Yeah, I guess they've got it where they want it. Back at the 21. And it's going to be third down. And uh, it's, well, it's third down in Lakeport. (laughs) So, again, though, what a big turn of events there. A 70-yard touchdown pass to Bradley McCutcheon goes for not. Now they're going to flip it over to Higginbottom, and he's in trouble back there, so he's going to fire it back to the quarterback, Jackson. And Jackson's going to run upfield. 30, 40. 45, Jackson to the 49, and he's short of the first down, but it's going to be fourth down and about uh, four or five yards now. They pick up 28 yards on the uh, play there where they threw it to Higginbottom, lateral it to him, and then he lateral it back to the quarterback, Jackson, and uh, Jackson... Gets it up to the 49, and now here we go. Fourth, and we'll call it four with under two minutes to go. This might be the ball game right here. And Northern's going to use their final timeout. So timeout, Huskies. As the Shamrocks will be looking at fourth and four from their own 49-yard line. 28-7, Croslex is on top over North Branch. Six Northern, 153 to go. So Northern needs to stop here on fourth and four. 
Jackson, the whole house is coming. He's firing deep, though, and Higginbottom had it and dropped it. He dropped it, and Northern will get the stop on downs and get the ball back with 147 to go. Oh, they sent everybody, and I don't know how Jackson had the time to get rid of the pass, and Higginbottom is just beside himself that he didn't hang on to that one. It would have been a huge play. So Northern gets the stop. And now... We know East Point has at least one timeout remaining. The Huskies need to hang on to the football here, and they can get out of here with a hard-fought win. They're going to go two receivers to each side, and Steinhauer is the lone back. Bloink out of the shotgun from the Shamrock 49 is going to keep it himself. Oh, he's hit right away in the backfield. Boy, Manley got into the backfield like he was shot out of a cannon. It'll be a loss of three on the play. It will bring up second and 13 for the Huskies. But the clock is running. 1.20 to go, and Northern, you know, is going to take every second off the play clock here. Wow, this is nothing of what I expected to see tonight. However, if nothing funky happens here, the Huskies can get out of here with a win. Bloink takes the uh, snap and then takes a knee at the 45. Loss of three on the play. And now... They're going to stop the clock with 53 seconds to go. That's timeout by East Point. Again, the scoreboard says they have one remaining. I guess we'll find out if they take another timeout and they give it to them. But a few minutes ago, I did see the official come over and tell the coach he had one left. Northern will be looking at third and about 16 here at their own 45-yard line. <laughs> 53 seconds to go, and again, you just want to hang on to the football and uh, get the clock started and rolling. Again, with two receivers to either side. Bloink keeping it himself, following the lead of Steinhauer, and then he'll baseball slide at the 46. Got about a yard there. And 46 seconds to go, and it's going to be fourth down. Yeah, if they had a timeout, they'd be calling it right now. 30 seconds to go, and the Huskies may run this all the way down, and they might even take a delay game penalty here. They don't have any timeouts remaining. 
And the fans were yelling, take your time out, and the coaches turned around and said, we don't have one. So they'll stop the clock with six seconds to go to call a delayed game penalty against Northern. And now, here for uh, the Huskies, and this is going to be an ugly way to end the ball game, but you snap this ball and you run around for six seconds and try to run out the clock. I doubt very seriously that they will actually kick the ball here. They've now put a couple of seconds back up, so eight seconds to go. Mitchell will stand at about his own 21-yard line. So the first thing's first. You need to snap the ball to him correctly. They do that. He takes his time. He is going to kick it. He drills it. Great kick by Mitchell all the way back to the 10, all the way back to the 5. Picked up and now trying to run out of his own end zone is Higginbottom. He's still back in behind his own five. Now he pitches it on the lateral to uh, the uh, quarterback, but this uh, is a forward lateral, so what they're doing now doesn't matter. Jackson gives it to Manley, and they're running around. Time has run out, but we had a flag way back at the one-yard line because the first pitch by Higginbottom was a forward pass which was illegal, and so this game is going to be over, and Northern's going to win it 8-6. to six. And a crazy finish to a football game here tonight, but that was a, a forward pass on the first lateral, and that's illegal, and uh, Northern's going to get out of here with an ugly 8-6 to six win, but an 8-6 to six win nonetheless. And a game just dominated by defense tonight. Northern doesn't score a touchdown against the East Point Shamrocks, and they go to 2-0 on the season with an 8-6 victory here at Memorial Stadium. We'll tell you about it when we come back in just a moment. Are you ready for some football? Don't you dare fumble that ball. Keep it glued to GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. 
Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Mattress King is here to help everyone get a good night's sleep. Located in Fort Gratiot, Richmond, and Lapeer, Mattress King has the perfect product to fit all needs and lifestyles. Mattress King has gone to great lengths to be your one-stop local shop when it comes to all things bedding. With brands like Serta and Beautyrest, you'll get only the best at Mattress King. Mattress King also offers free deliveries on all orders over $599. When you think sleep, Think Mattress King. Hi, this is Dennis Stuckey. I have to be honest, without Andrew Thompson at Thompson Engineering, there would be no StuckOnSports.com. I'm not very technical, and Andrew set up my webpage, my streaming platforms, all of the software for the games, the podcast. Well, basically, he set me up with everything a broadcaster needs. Andrew even knew the best places to get quality equipment at a fair price. Check out his site at Thompson-Engineering.com or call Andrew at 810-221-1667. Thompson Engineering, Network and Radio Solutions that work let's get back to the game with dennis stuckey on get stuck on sports.com your kids your schools your sports all right welcome back here eight six northern beats uh, east point tonight huskies win it without scoring a touchdown in this game malachi mitchell 29 yard field goal late in the first quarter made it three to nothing and then ronald jackson was tackled in the end zone on a punt for a safety to make it 5-0 uh, Huskies early in the second. And that was your score basically almost through the end of the third quarter. Finally, with four seconds to go in the uh, third, uh, Jackson hit uh, Dorian Manley on a 10-yard touchdown uh, pass to give East Point a 6-5 lead. They uh, failed to score on a two-point conversion, so they took a 6-5 lead into the fourth quarter. Huskies got a 21-yard field goal for Malachi Mitchell with 8.36 to go in the fourth, and that ended up standing uh, up even though they hit McCutcheon on a 70-yard touchdown pass uh, late in the uh, ball game, but it was called back on a holding uh, penalty. And in the end, Northern's defense was just a little bit better than East Point's defense tonight, but it was definitely a game dominated by defense and a game that was filled with penalties. Lots and lots and lots of penalties. But with defense as the uh, name of the uh, game tonight, our Magna Mega Performers 
tonight are going to be a couple of players from Port Huron Northern. Zach Sayers and Luke Fletcher stood out in this ball game tonight. The Huskies had five sacks on defense. Uh, Sayers recovered a fumble at the 12 that led to the first Northern field goal, and they were all in on the tackle in the end zone on the uh, safety. So really the first five points of the game for the Huskies set up by the uh, defense uh, tonight for Port Huron Northern, and Sayers and Fletcher in particular stood out for Port Huron Northern. There are Magna mega performers of the uh, game. Northern wins it uh, 8-6 to six here tonight at the stadium to improve to 2-0. and oh. We'll be back to wrap things up in just a moment here on GetStuckOnSports.com. There's no way you can score without an assist from GetStuckOnSports.com. <laughs> Your kids, your schools, your sports. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grant. Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. The Port Huron Prowlers return to action in November for their seventh season at McMoran Arena. Port Huron's second longest tenured franchise looks to prowl back on top of the FPHL. You can be there for all the excitement. Season tickets are just $250 for adults, kids, students, military, and seniors pay just $225. Order your tickets before August 31st and get the special early bird discount price. Cheer on local heroes like Port Huron's Austin Federley and Marysville's Dalton Young. Port Huron Prowlers Hockey, Year 7. For more information, go to phprowlers.com. Next week on GetStuckOnSports.com, it's three more games for week three of the season. 
Friday, Frazier visits Port Huron Northern on Stream 1. While on Stream 2, Marysville is at Marine City. Join Dennis and Brady for all the action next Friday starting at 6.40 p.m. Then on Saturday, Marine City Cardinal Mooney will host the University of Gross Point Liggett on Stream 1. Kickoff is at 1 p.m. Saturday afternoon. Your home for high school sports in the Blue Water area is GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. A couple other scorers. Croslex beats North Branch 28-7. Both those teams are now 1-1 one one on the uh, season. And uh, Ubley in the final minute uh, at home has a 40-8 lead over Elkton Pigeon Bayport. So Ubley will go to 2-0 and on the season. Northern's 2-0 and on the season, and they'll open play in the MAC Blue next week, next Friday here at the stadium. They take on Frazier, and we'll be here on Stream 1 for that one. 6.40 pregame for a 7 o'clock kickoff on Stream 2 Friday night. Brady's at East China Stadium as Marysville and Marine City go at it in a MAC Gold League game. And then we'll uh, have a bonus game for you next Saturday, a week from tomorrow. We'll be back at East China Stadium here on Stream 1 as Cardinal Mooney, who's off to a 2-0 start on the season, plays host to Gross Point Liggett in a Catholic League intersectional 2 conference game. That'll wrap things up here tonight from Memorial Stadium. Once again, your final score in a defensive battle with a lot of penalties. It was Port Huron Northern 8, East Point 6. Hope you enjoyed the ball game tonight. You've been listening to High School Football on GetStuckOnSports.com. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is stuck on sports.